Bum bum. One day I'll be living in a big old city, and all you're ever gonna be is mean. Why you gotta be so mean? Man, that was bad. I forgot Dylan Burns. He was supposed to join Hake. <laughs> um, and we're off. It is Wednesday, December 13th, 2023 AD, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. And it's 9.02 a.m. now here in Los Angeles. Going to talk about this funny story of a fire extinguisher to a menorah. What? Happy Hanukkah. Um, over in Poland. And stop, thief! I meant to get to this story yesterday, but I forgot that I had Dylan Burns. Wasn't that a fun guest? I need to get to your super chats, guys. I wasn't able to get to all of your super chats. I wanted to get to them. But at the callers, I wanted to let him give a chance, get a chance to speak. I, I would love to hear your, his, Dylan Burns' response to your super chats, but I'll read them to you, to you guys and maybe react myself. Dylan Burns is a communist, my take. <laughs> He's a Democrat. He's just a normal Democrat. But, uh, which is to say communist, but he doesn't know it. Or doesn't act like he knows it. <laughs> uh, it's transgender propaganda I've been meaning to get to from CNN from this past July. Oh, we had to leave, we had to leave Florida. My daughter... Came crying to me because of Ron D. Santis. The world doesn't make any sense. So, uh, other things going on in the world, you know. They don't like the boomers being ultra rich. <laughs> Extremely fun guest, James. Hake. Upside down smile emoji. <laughs> so, anyway, guys. All that and your calls if you'd like to call in. But anyway, uh, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Guys, are we back? Can you hear me? You think it's working now? Okay, press one if it is. Ba 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 ba. Let me just go over here and switch. Check my Twitter. It started a whole new Twitter feed. If that's the case, indeed. I think we're back. Nice, nice. Press one. I see ya. Hey, what's up, Max Rex? It, Hake is over on Kick. Okay, um, man. You guys missed it. I had the best monologue. Well, those of you listening on the audio feed did not miss it. We're back, guys. Complicated business, folks. Hake doesn't have the lazy excuse. <laughs> Let me get to Keith in Illinois, who's on the line, been on hold for a little bit here while we were trying to get the stream going. Thank you, Nick. American Anchor Baby makes magic happen. Gets this thing off the ground. Uh, Keith in Illinois, thanks for calling and holding, man. How you doing? Hey, all right. Hey, how are you, bud? I'm doing fine. Thank you. 
Well, happy holidays to you and the crew and, um, you know, your family and all, all the people like that. I appreciate it. Same to you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all that. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I got, a, you know, a lot of things on my mind, but I'm going to try to make it fast. I was noticing that all the money Joe Biden gives Ukraine and these illegal aliens, um, you know, and during COVID, people were told they didn't have to pay their rent to their landlords for a whole year. Yeah, okay? and then some. And then some, and then then the government didn't come back and pay these uh, landlords now. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Right, they didn't pay them, but they're going to they gonna give billions of dollars to Ukraine for a useless war that they're not going to win, that we know they're not going to, all the men over there are dying. They're going to lose all their sons and daughters and fathers. I know, that's so Ukraine evil. Ukraine won't have any men left. They, they're going to wipe out all the men in Ukraine in the next year. Too. They're all going to be dead. Okay, yep. that's it. They're all going to die. And and they're not going to win the war. Right. All this is useless. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, made up. Uh, you know, this BS is totally just... Uh, they're just trying to take all the money out of this country, destroy this country. You know, we owe $34 trillion. Take all the money out of this country. Leave Americans, you know, with, the, with barely any scraps, so that they can totally control and uh, oppress the people of this country. And you know yeah. what? I had a—I don't know if you heard my guest yesterday, Dylan Burns. He—he's uh-huh. very pro this Ukraine mess. Uh, okay. Matthew says, "Hey, sit up straight, fix that posture." And he said the same thing to my guest, Dylan Burns. Sit up straight. Have him have your guest sit up straight. I didn't get to mention that to him. But yeah, he said that our foreign aid stuff or foreign policy spending or whatever is like 1% or less of our spending. We need to cut back the government and cut back our social programs too because we have this insane number of social programs and these things are perverting the American people and uh, turning them slash us spoiled and weak. So that we're uh, just a bribed out of our freedoms and bribed out of our independence and f- and manhood um, right. and families and all that right. stuff. Uh, people. It's, it's insane. Right. But you're right. Uh, we should stop the f- foreign aid. It's only aiding people in killing one another. Right. That's, that's all it's doing. I mean, um, another thing I noticed, too, that I hear people like myself and other black men try to save the black community. It's a waste of time. I'm 65 years old. The same 15% of black people trying to save the 85%, they don't want to be saved. You know, they, they like to, they love the Democrats because they're not held accountable. They can be sinful, wicked, you know, lazy, lames. They can be whores. They can be, you know, abortionists. They, they can do whatever they want to do. Because that's why they keep electing. Democrats, I call them AKA demon rats. Okay, yeah. and I know the same fifteen percent of black people have been trying to phase them for sixty five years, and have never got them off the Democratic plantation. Yeah, it's a waste of time. I, I wish, I wish that people like us, we could just separate. To me, we need to have a north and a south, an east and a west. Well, <laughs> we can go live on this side of the country, and those people can live on that side of the country, and it'd be like the uh, the DMZ zone in North and South Korea. You can't come over, and we can't come over. I swear, it just needs to be that way. It just does. You know, so they can have their own president, their own governor. They can have everything they want. We build a big old wall, you know, <laughs> like the wall of China. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and so, so 
You know, and so they can stay over there. They can have all the immigration, all the drugs they want, all the sin, all the wickedness. They can just stay over there. Right. They that's stay over there. that's yeah, not how it works, though. They, them. they come and invade our our beautiful areas, our nice, quiet, yeah. peaceful areas, and yes, turn them do. degenerate. So it's never going to work like that, unfortunately. No, 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 no. I said build a wall. No, no, listen to what I said. I uh-huh. said build a wall like a DMZ zone where you have mines all over the place. Where they can't, where they can't come over. You know what I'm saying? Gonna... And anybody that feels sympathy for them, you go on the other side and you don't come back. Because, I mean, I'm 65 years old. I'm, the people, I just want to tell people, quit wasting your time yeah. with all these lames and losers, whether they're black, white, but stop because they don't want to change. Democrats give them the right to sin, wickedness, evilness, idolatry. This is what they want. They want to worship athletes, entertainers, you know, politicians. This is what they want to do. They want to worship the devil. I mean, we just need to wake up and say, okay, these people want to worship the devil. We need to leave them alone and get away from them. It's it's, it's so sad that they get to vote their devils into office. That's the only thing about it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's... (sighs) The problem with that is that the, Satan is in all of us, you know. Satan right, is right. Satan is is in human beings, and they'll pretend just like the communists do to be Christians and conservatives, and that's kind of what they're doing. Honestly, they're pretending to be Christians, and then people Satan pretends to be God inside yep, people's yep, minds. So we're we. I I don't know how a wall or DMZ zone would work. It's it's a nice it's nice to fantasize about. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. I agree with you. It's nice to find out. And basically, that's what I'm doing. I'm fantasizing about that. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm fine with you. Yeah. So, so these people here... You know, we just got to live with the devils. I know. I know we do. I know we do. But, but <laughs> so they vote Democrat. They, they like these crooked preachers. That, I mean, yeah. these black preachers ain't done nothing for black people since I've been alive. They ain't done nothing. We still got poverty, crime, chaos, yeah. murder, mayhem. I see, my theory is it's worse than ever. It's really yeah, worse the, than the, ever. The, I'm 65 years old. Let me tell you something. When they let black politicians in, in, into, into our government, yeah. things have gotten a thousand times worse. That, that, was, that, that way they can disguise their weakness and make black people feel comfortable by having these people in position that literally does nothing for them. Have you heard the black caucus or any black preacher speak out against the, the migration into these black neighborhoods, taking the resources? Not one of them has said anything. Not one. Yeah, they don't, no. they don't really care about us. They don't. Yep. They, they don't care. And black people don't care either. As long as you let them, it's just like the children that, that, that left uh, with, uh, with Moses. They want to go back because they want to go back to their wickedness. They don't care nothing about slavery. They don't care nothing about torture, pain, and suffering. As long as they can get their wicked, sinful ways and they, can, they, they desire them over their own lives, they don't care nothing about their children. I know 65 years ago, I see these people around here, they don't care nothing about their kids. If it weren't for the government making their kids go to school, do you realize that 60, 70% of these black kids wouldn't even go to school? <laughs> I probably wouldn't go to school either if I didn't have to. And, well, and I mean, we'd be I, better off, to be honest, because these I schools know, but, are... But, 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 but what I'm trying to say is they're, they're not fighting for school education. They're yeah. not, and I understand these schools today are indoctrination. I do understand that part. Right. But I'm just saying, but they, they wouldn't let them get their... They wouldn't even teach them at home either. That's my point. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's right. I learned to read when I was at my parents' house. Like, my mother, I think, taught me to read. And but, I was, like, I'm reading Bible verses as a little kid, but, <laughs> like four years time, old. At public schools and in, in, in inner cities, Otherwise, they've got the same the same desk 
the same chairs as when I went to high school. They, nice. they ain't got nothing different. Most of them don't even go to school. Most of them are in special ed. Most of them don't even know how to read and write. You know what I'm saying? When I got to the eighth grade, the last four years of high school and public school was a waste of my time. That's why I wanted to leave because I learned the same thing I just learned the last eight years. Like they, they weren't teaching me, you know, like electro, electricity. They wasn't teaching me, you know, electronics. They wasn't teaching me auto mechanics. They weren't teaching me nothing. I know. Same crap. I just learned the last eight years. Right. That's so funny, man. That's so messed because, up, too. So, because what it is is because the Department of Education, set up by that Democrat, uh, Jimmy Carter, that, that did that on purpose to keep black people and brown, whoever, I don't care what race you are, to keep you uneducated, to keep you basically dependent on the government. That's what, that's what it's there for, yeah. to keep you dependent on the government. And they think the government is the answer to any old problem. If there's a, if there's a mass shooting... Let's look to the government to save us That's from this. Right. You're right. Mama, You're right, hey. It's not government right. is the daddy. It's government is the mama, the helicopter right. parent right. mama who micromanages and meddles yeah. in your life yeah. and encourages and you, mostly, enables you to do evil. Right, and it's mostly done. All Democrats are that way. We got our rhinos. But the Democratic Party has always been that way. And they love to use a criminal like George Floyd, Michael Brown. Do you ever know it's like a good black person never gets in trouble with the police? So there's <laughs> yeah. never an example of a good black man getting in trouble with the police because he goes to work, he, he obeys the law. They'll find the worst criminal, I mean the lowest form, and make this guy into a martyr. And these people will jump, these liberals, these black people will jump on board a career criminal. Right. Kodak Black. And won't, and won't <laughs> make this guy a martyr. When you, Nancy Pelosi, CNN, MSN, they don't give a darn about no black person, whether they're good or bad, but they're going to believe all of a sudden Nancy Pelosi and all these people all of a sudden care about this one black individual. Right. It's like, I got something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, you, you gave me the mental image of Nancy Pelosi saying, Thank you, George Floyd. Right. Thank you. You died for us, or something like that. If they don't care about the black people, the good black people in the community, why would they care? I mean, about the crime, the murder, the mayhem, the no jobs, the no education. You know, what I'm saying the 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 the, the, the chaos. The, the 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 poverty, why would they all of a sudden they care about a career criminal? It don't even make any sense. It doesn't. Hey, I have a question for you, Keith. Yes, Some, somebody in the chat, Baldman54, I okay. think. He says, okay. self-hate is a sad thing. What do you say to people who accuse you of self-hate? Have you ever been accused of self-hate? Oh, yeah, by, by, by an ignorant black person that, that, that can't stand the truth. I don't hate myself at all. I'm 65 years old doing very well in life. Do I even sound like a 65 years old? I, I live way more. No, you don't, I mean, I can't, you I don't sound like you hate yourself. <laughs> no, that's why. <laughs> if I hated myself, I'd be some bald head loser like that. Talking like <laughs> some, some beta male that's raised by his mama that, that, that do what women say. That, that's self-hate. When you are, when you are beta male, that's self-hate. I'm right. an alpha male. Alpha males have no self-hate. Only beta males have self-hate. And I'm going to say one thing, one more thing. Alpha males are God's sons, and beta males are Satan's sons. A yeah. bald head, a 54, whatever your name is. <laughs> bald man 54. Says yeah, yeah, he, bald head. I got a full head of hair, and I'm, still, I'm 65 years old. Right a full on. head of hair. Okay, missing a strand. I'm muscle bound. <laughs> I mean, I, I take care of myself. I'm I'm, still pump. I'm getting ready to go to the to the fitness club and pump some iron. I, I'm pretty sure he's sitting around drinking beer, uh, smoking weed, eating Cheetos. <laughs> That's funny, man. 
And and you weren't and you're not tap dancing looking for a job with with me, are you? Hell, no, yeah. I've been retired. I've been retired for five years. I got right. plenty of money. I ain't working for nobody. I don't even want a job testing pillows. I got so much money. Now, that's, that's what I figured. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, you seem you seem like you're a. You have the time to call into the show, not because you're unemployed or you're a bum no, on a log no, at no, your no. job, because no, you're no, done no. working. I'm a retired <laughs> man. Okay, I worked. I worked in manufacturing. For forty years, I got plenty. Of, I got Social Security. I got I got um, uh, benefits. I got um, uh, 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 pensions. I got everything. And all I ever did now, really, I, I come from the poor West Side of Chicago. So you can't tell me you can't make it. Only lazy, lame, beta males raised by their mamas and their grandmamas and their aunties and in the gay ways. You know, and they beta male ways to can't make it. I made it. My father made it. My grandfather made it. My son made it. Nice. And all we are is factory workers. So all that excuse for being failures, no, that's just because you're a beta male. All beta males fail. All of them fail. That's they design that way. Yeah. Because they're weak and pathetic and lazy because they're raised by their by their mammoths and their grandmamas. That's why they fail. Uh, spoiler alert in the chat, in the live chat, likes your voice, and he wants you to say, and you and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. When I talk, I, when, I, when I get on TikTok, I yeah. got lots of followers. I listen. I, oh, got, nice. I got lots of. I got lots of. I got lots of uh, a lot of alpha males. Alpha males That's like funny. alpha males. That's why I like Trump. Beta males hate alpha males. Okay, you know, and you can't turn a beta male into an alpha male because he's been trained by his mammies and his mamas and his aunties. So you can't train him to yeah. be an alpha male. It's only That's it's only hate. a miracle by God. This fifty-four hate the fact that I'm, I'm willing to speak up for myself, speak up for what's righteousness, speak, speak up for what's good. See, all beta males are Satan sons. Do you understand? That's why they act the way they do. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He, Eat that bald man fifty four in the right. chat. <laughs> Thank That's you, right. Keith in Illinois. You, beta and the rest of you beta, low life, weak, pathetic, mama boys, soy boys, gay boys <laughs> to do the same thing. Whoa. <laughs> Mental picture. Get it out. Yes, right. Thank you, Keith in Illinois. Appreciate you, man. Take All care. Right, thanks, thanks a lot. Hey man, have a good holiday. And uh see you next year, man. Take care of yourself. All right, you as well. Bye. All right. Whew. Ah, now he does have a cool voice like, uh, like that one guy, Louis Armstrong. William in California is on the line, wants to talk about this Harvard mess. What's up, William in California? How you doing? Oh, man, sometimes. How you doing, brother? Doing fine. Thank you. Right on. Uh, the, uh... Miss Gay, uh, she has lost $1 billion for Harvard, and there seems to be some plagiarism involved as well. Uh, so Harvard is, is actually um, actually involved with a lot of cheating. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. On and whose part? part who's it. cheating? Well, she's part of it. They're they're uh, they're they're about to come down on her. As a matter of fact, Carol Swain, a real lady. Oh, I know of her. She's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, a real lady, class act. Yeah, she's got power, but she doesn't um, 
overpower men. She's she's a lady. She's a lady. Uh, she's uh, she accused Miss Gay of stealing quotes out of her book. Oh, really? Yes, yes. And oh, um, Sheila Jackson down in Houston, the baboon. Oh, come on. Did Don't say hear? that on my show. I have to disavow yeah, oh, oh, that. I disavow. I disavow. This. Did you well, know I got uh, a copyright she... strike from this past March? Just mm. today, I got a copyright strike from this past March. I went to copyright school real quick, and yeah. I was able to stream, but I have two different types of strikes going on now. We but don't anyway. want to give you strikes. Yeah. We don't give you strikes. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't. Sheila Jackson go. Lee, though. Go ahead. Uh, boy, you should have heard her cursing like a sailor. Oh, uh, they, I they think got... I did. Is she Man. the one who cussed out her staff? My goodness. She seems not to have a good humor. She's showing just pretty much the person that she is, though. I mean, that's how most of them act when they're not um, in front of a camera. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, I the, could I could believe that you get on their bad side, or they they mm-hmm. get on their bad they got get on their own bad side. Yeah. Very common. I I was not really surprised because look at her face. Her she, face oh looks like God. she has ill, ill humor. Death. Ugly. But yeah. she, she got her butt kicked really bad. Oh, because she uh, ran for it mayor. It might be career over. Yeah, it might be career over. They're talking about, they're predicting their career is pretty much over. Wow. Yeah. Well, I well, that's good at, for her, though, because she'll be happier, to be honest, I bet. Well, I, I'm going to piggyback off that last caller you had. That man is based. Yeah. And um, he touched on a lot of stuff that uh, I went through some of that stuff uh, during the pandemic with um, tenants. As you know, we have Not rent control. Not paying rent, and, yeah. Yeah, we have, we, we have rent control in California. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. And um, I just flipped it. Because at the end of the year, you know, the tax time, I got it back. But uh, the the bonus was uh, tenants that I had for a long time that you could only raise the rent 6% on a year. Uh, What happened, the blessing in the pandemic for me was that those particular few tenants that I had that were under that, that were protected under that, uh, they, they just left. They just left, which was a blessing for me. So, um, oh wow! Right I, I took I took I took somebody's rent from that would that wouldn't leave that was only paying what twenty eight hundred a month. Mm. When she left, I was able to go up my rent a thousand percent. I went up to six thousand a union. Nice, so, right on. Uh, I I I beat it. Yeah, I beat it. There's always a way, it. right? There's always a way. There's a way. There's a way. You know, but. Um, that's a base caller you just had on the phone. Shout out to that gentleman. Yeah, because he's right. He 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 doesn't uh, need to be validated. He right. speaks with confidence. I've never understood that phony idea about self hate. Uh, that's usually somebody. That's an that, accusation uh, as if you're all black people. So uh, just because you hate the other black people, if he, I don't even know if Keith hates anybody. But it's say not, you criticize other like black that. people, doesn't it's mean that you're criticizing yourself. That's the first most common. You know what, James? That's the first most common thing that blacks say about other blacks that don't go for their shenanigans. And it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. But then again, you shouldn't expect an angry person to make sense. I don't know about bald man. I don't know. Maybe bald man. I don't know about him. I've I don't know from him. You know, I just like the caller. Yeah, and of course. 
he was based. Yeah. And that's what kept our communities intact. Yeah, he's a he's an OG and an old oh, he's gentleman. in the same field. He's a, he actually retired from the same field as I did. He's he's in the manufacturing <laughs> and building things. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm cool. Into that, I happened to just get out early because I didn't have to do it anymore. Yeah. So I I just I left, and he I'm just like him. Everything I have, I work for it. And anything I didn't work for, <laughs> it was coming to me anyway. It's mine. Nice. And that man is basically telling telling it like it is. He doesn't have to answer anybody, and he's definitely telling the truth about reading and writing. I don't know where you're talking about with this black excellence, because we got schools that have children, black children, that cannot read at all. Yeah. It ain't no real man in the black community like me going to be proud of something like that. Right. No, it's... And that's to, wild. To, to that's sit wild there and say that into... doesn't exist, that's the crazy part. You know, you, that, that's not true. It is true. Your children can't read. What a shame, man. Where did you learn how to read, man? I learned from before I, before I even went to school. I me too. How to read. Yeah, my mother taught... I'm pretty sure my mother taught me to read. <laughs> that's wild to think about learning to read. How the hell did we get to a point where we got 12th graders that can't read? Oh. What a shame. Oh. The Selfishness. teachers' union. Se- the teachers' union. It's not just teachers, though. It's the parents. Like, like what, uh, well, like what you say all the time and, the, uh, and uh, Keith said that, mm-hmm. well, the mothers, single mothers, they don't have time for the children. But my mother stayed at home after she started having the children and taught us. To, we were reading before kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Sad, sad, and then, sad. And then we did have decent, actual, old school, original gentleman, uh, uh, old gentleman and lady teachers. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you something, man. I think I told you this before. The best teachers that I had were male. Right. Nice. The best teachers, and I'm talking private school and public school, both situations the best teachers i had were male teachers yeah me too pretty much i mean i don't know i had some ones some female had teachers some who were female pretty good teachers too i mean pretty I pretty, good. but you know what man when you really think about it those the best teachers were male i really liked the male teachers mr they were Welch, good teachers weren't they mr miller and i can say these common names because they're not doxing <laughs> no i'm not doing that yeah i got yeah. Mr. Hawkins, I was so exactly. I was just so so excited to be in his class, but I mean he didn't play around either. Right. He made sure that you didn't get a zero. Oh, hey, uh, I have a I have a caller, um, Ronnie from Ohio, who may or may not want to talk to you. Uh, I don't want to get into any call spats. I, okay, all right, not for that. Not for that. Well, I appreciate it. Well, he Ronnie's not a bad guy. He's a decent. Oh, guy. okay. Well, then if he wanted to talk to me, if he's not, a I don't bad know guy. if he wants to. Let me ch- let me check. Ronnie in in Ohio. How you doing, man? You're live with William. I don't know if you wanted to talk hey. to him. You're talking uh, about reading I mean, levels. I, yeah, I mean, he he hit the nail on the head when he was talking about um, you can, you can't have black excellence if black kids can't read. Right. True. Okay. How you doing, Ronnie? So you so you agree with him basically? I'm, on that point, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Good morning, earlier, Ronnie. How earlier you doing, when man? it was, thank you, thank you. Uh, 
Yes, sir. All is well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I well. do usually right ask on. people. Yep. Yep. I usually ask people what uh, you know. It's one thing to recognize that problem. Yes, sir. Of uh, literacy rates not being as high as they should be across the mm-hmm. board uh, nationally, but definitely in the black community. But then my other question is usually, what are people doing to try to uh, right the ship? Mm. You know, this kind of it's. It, it, it starts at home, man, Ronnie. I, I just think it mm-hmm. starts at home. Um, I had both mom and dad. Yeah. And my father had two sons, and he did a lot of things in his life. Um, he bought a lot of property. He kept his sons with him. He raced cars professionally, and he made sure his pit crew was his two sons. Now, when me and my brother got out of line, we could get away with it with my mother. We just push her over. But that one person, the common denominator in my household, was my father. Mm-hmm. So Papa don't take no mess. So could we defund he single no mothers? Mess. And I'm going to tell you something, Ronnie, to tell you the truth. I, I didn't even notice this till later in life. I noticed when he got ready to get us, really get me and my brother and straighten us out, he did not allow my mother to get involved. You know, spoiler alert says that Washington, D.C. public high schools get more money per student than any other public school on the planet, but the students can neither read nor write at fourth grade level, he says. That's true. And, Ronnie, did you hear about the one in Maryland? They had zero students that could read at grade level. Yeah. You know, there's a guy in Baltimore, Giovanni Patterson, who happens to support JLP, I think. And he's uh, been suing the the city and the school district because they're failing the kids, and they don't even care. Well, yeah, yeah, and the, the mothers are. Yeah, are no, it, it would be great to be able to most, sue the mothers. Um, I know, Ronnie. I don't know if he's black or what, what uh, nationality. He's black. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie probably could piggyback on this one. We actually have the worst mothers in the country are in the black community. What makes you say that? What do you mean by worst? They're the worst. In what way? They're, 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 look, look, we were talking about them yesterday. 37-hour uh, a week jobs that fall short three hours from being full-time, get on Obamacare. Um, all of the gifts and goodies and freebies and still that their children cannot read. And, and I know that Ronnie probably can piggyback on this one, is that uh, there are a lot of single-parent homes in the black community. Right. Yeah, the single... I mean, they're the most commonly single mothers. And you also have them same mothers that were working 37-hour job uh, a week. Uh, they're actually... Some of them are participating in uh, shoplifting. Oh, Yeah. Especially now the younger ones, no yeah. shame or sense. So, I mean, that's not black excellence. There's nothing to be proud of. I appreciate it, William. It's a good All call. Right. Take care, man. Hey, Ron, uh, Merry Christmas, Ron. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, and, and uh, hey, I, I guess I can piggyback, but I would go the opposite direction. Okay. Uh, you, you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't catch me saying that the black mothers or the mothers in the black community are the worst. Um, I don't know what he's using to draw those conclusions. I don't know where he's getting his data or his information from. Well, he did say um, single motherhood is is the most 
common in the black community. Right, and I, I think that in so order for a, like a thing, bad, go, but go ahead, continue. Yeah, so even if even if we went off of those numbers, if yeah. we said that black women make up the the biggest slice of single mothers, that's not the mother's fault. If anything, she has two options to not be a single mother, and we usually don't tout those. She could either abort and then not become a parent, right? Or the man, the father, could actually stay around and make sure his kids know how to read. But, and a big problem in the black community has been that, especially Jesse's generation, and when you see those fifty and sixty year old black men that talk bad about the community, uh-huh. I really, I really want to ask them directly. A lot of times, how many kids can read? And the answer is usually no. The answer you, you is usually out, I fled. How many kids? What? What? How many kids? What? Read? You cut out. Oh my bad. Yep. Oh, well, how man. many kids they have, and then if they taught them to read or not? Oh, okay. Um, but the black mothers, the black mothers, they're partly to blame for being single mothers too, because, um, you can't just put that all on the man just because he's not there. It I takes, agree wholeheartedly. It, it takes I, two to I, tango. I, you got to get it along. It takes two to tango. Yep. Yep. And it's usually three sides to every story. Right. The, the father's story, the mother's story, and the truth. So yep. I'm not putting it all, I'm not putting it all on the fathers, but I'm damn sure not putting it all on the mothers. So, uh... In your defense, Keith in Illinois was speculating that you're that you're bald and fat and uh, drinking beer and smoking weed and eating Cheetos. Is that true or false? It's false. <laughs> I uh, I actually I was on the treadmill listening to the end of uh, Jesse's show when he had his guest on, um, and then I was sitting in the sauna when I loaded your show up, and wow. then I jumped in the chat. And I can't chat on Jesse's show. I've been banned, I guess. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I guess y'all don't love me no more. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, you love me, so I, it's all good. I'm, I'm good to jump on the chat on the uh, the hate report. Well, but, JLP, uh, yeah, I, JLP loves you. They, But somebody in the among the mods, maybe it was me, myself, I don't know. Because uh, I've seen your username before. Um, banned you, but that's not a lack of love from Jesse, obviously. Oh, for sure. That yeah. was yeah. That was tongue and cheek. I know. I know. I know. Jesse loved me. I know. Sometimes he he starts to uh, get in fear and trembling when he sees that I called in and I'm on hold. But. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 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 why do you why do you accuse Keith of self hate? Are you serious about so when, that? Yes. Um, and and again, I jumped in right when he was talking at the end, but it sounded like he was either in the middle of a rant or the end of a rant. Yeah. Talking negatively about a group of people that he belongs to. That's what I call self-hate. So if, when I see people that um, want to go around and apologizing for America's history, that's the self-hating American. You can't you can't go around pretending that America is the worst country ever. Uh, like America is the only country that has bad history. Right. So when people used to say Obama was a an apologist, if if they wanted to call oh, him like a self hating American, like he did yeah, an so apology they, tour after he got yeah, elected, that. he went around Boom. to these other countries and apologized for America. Boom. So if okay. somebody wanted to call him a self hating American for for those actions, I would understand it. So when I see and hear black people. That, that almost go out of their way to make a point about how bad they think black people are, I call it self-hate, especially when they come from the community. Why not call it black a black hater? Because he doesn't seem to hate himself. He seems to be okay with himself. 
because it's a part of the group that he's in. So even 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 when Obama loves himself and his wife and kids, when he goes around apologizing for America, if somebody wanted to label him a self hating American, yeah, they could do that. Or even if they just called it self hate and didn't leave the American part on there. I because th- I consider self hate as somebody who's uh, insecure or uh, or pride. I consider Obama to be. He, I don't think that he doesn't hate himself. I think he might hate himself because he's a he's kind of a hateful person. Keith, I don't read Keith as being that hateful, but you may you may be right. I've I have run into blacks. I have seen blacks who just seem to be who seem to be just so sick of other blacks that they start to hate them. And so I've seen yeah. that. I don't know if I've seen that out of Keith, but so uh, I. It's, it's- yeah, and I could be jumping to conclusions. I just, you know, I heard the the, the end of his rant. Uh, but it, it seems like he's one of those people that can't stand black people and isn't really offering up any solutions on how to fix it other than just Separation. I'll call and speak for five minutes and talk bad about him and, he was and actually, laugh and make jokes. He was talking about liberals more than just the blacks because he was talking about how we just need a national divorce. He didn't, it, without using that term. Uh, well, liberals and black people aren't the same thing. Black people don't even make up 30% of the Democratic Party. Right, but, uh... So if we're talking about liberals and Democrats, he's talking about white people. And Hispanics and, uh, Jewish people and, and, uh, and, lat- well, I said Latinos. But blacks are, but 90% of the blacks are liberals. 95, maybe. No. I strongly disagree, and and a lot of that data is inaccurate. Most black people don't vote, so most black people are not identifying as Republican or Democrat because most black people don't vote. But just because they don't vote doesn't mean they're not liberal. Well, so you can, so you so and what, I can what, say we don't know what most black people are, but most black people are they believe in the racism thing. They they. They act like they're independent thinkers. Some, many of them, yeah, they think, oh, I'm an independent. I'm not with both with either party. Or they just don't know, don't care about politics. But I don't know, man. I think most, most human beings are liberals. What do you think about the, the statement that if you have anger, you're a liberal? If you have anger, I've seen a lot of angry conservatives, so I don't know if I can <laughs> go that far. Would you consider those conservatives acting like liberals or women or something? Uh, would I consider them acting like liberals? So when I look at what happened on January 6th, maybe that's a liberal thing because they wanted to take over the, the uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, they were. So maybe they maybe got- if rioting is a black thing, then I guess we can, we can say that they were acting <laughs> black. <laughs> but they definitely weren't liberal, so it's hard to say just because you have anger that automatically means you you vote one way or another. That's no, it's not weird. about it's not necessarily how you, an indicator of how you vote, but it's an indicator of your mindset is emotional and not logical. Yeah, and I see that on Fox News all the time. Right. So I, I see a lot of angry conservatives as well as angry liberals. I know angry liberals yeah. exist, and I know angry conservatives exist. Yep. And those conservatives do nothing to help the conservatism because by, by being angry, they hamstring themselves and hurt their cause and only help the liberals. Boom. You, just, you, you could drop the mic and end the show after saying what you just said right there. Nice. When, when people don't have actions that show what they really believe, 
all I can do is take them at their word and I leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so when like like uh, what's his name Keith from Illinois, uh-huh. like if if he had spent even a part of his life trying to make sure that the black kids, especially the young black uh, boys in his community, knew how to read, or they had that electrician training or that automotive training. If he if he had done that and then wanted to talk bad about him for either being lazy or being whatever, he's got a point. But if he hasn't helped anybody and he just wants to jump on the microphone and talk bad about people, that's what I call self-hate. But what if he's just living his life doing doing right in his life and sees something wrong? Don't you have a right to, to criticize? To criticize, yes. But when somebody goes overboard and they <laughs> spend their retirement time <laughs> calling in to talk bad about people, I, I don't. I don't see the value in that. I don't know what fruitful uh, results come from that, other than well, him feeling better some, from going on the ego trip. Maybe there's a a young black who listens to Hake, or a young man, or an old man, anyone, woman who listens to him talk, and they're they're like, oh my gosh, he's actually right. That's that applies to me. Sometimes that happens. I don't know if Keith has ever done that, but I've heard it happen with JLP, the way that he talks about blacks. Like, people are, there's, like, blacks who are like, you know what, you're right. That's me. Yeah, and, and, when, and when given new information, I, I always admire people that can change their minds. Yeah, me too. I didn't, and I didn't hear Keith's whole rant, but it didn't sound like anything that I hadn't heard before. Yeah, all right. That's fair. Thank you, Ronnie in uh, Ohio. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good week. You too. Merry Christmas. All right. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. All right. Whew. Oh, man. I got to get to Alex in California who's been on hold for some time. Alex, thanks for holding, man. How you doing? Thank you, Pooh. Can you hear me? I can. Yes, you sound okay, great. I'm outside walking my pit bull, so just want to... Right on. Bear, bear with the... Based. Uh, Is it a right fixed here. pit bull? Or you don't have to say it. If it's... it's a female spade. Oh, okay. Right on. One of the best dogs I've ever had. Cool. I knew a pit right, bull. Anyways, it was a pit um, bull, and it was a male. Fixed, though. Oh, yeah. Pit bull boxer mix. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really into the boxer thing, but I, don't I like mind, all dogs. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't hold that against you. All right, so... I have a fun one here for you today. I came across a note from a uh, British explorer who landed on Nigeria. Yeah. And this is a... Sorry, I'm out of breath here. This <laughs> is, I'm going to read you a short paragraph about um, him describing what he saw. Give you one second here. All right. All right. Benin City lies to the west of the Niger and is near the sprawling delta of that mighty river. These days, Benin is just another ramshackle Nigerian town filled with mud huts and tiny shops. But Benin is different from the others in its history. All of southern Nigeria was a land of oppression, terror, and fiendish cruelty of slave slave raids, slavery, juju, human sacrifice, and cannibalism. But Benin surpasses all of them as the city of blood. And this is a quote from the, I guess, the explorer that landed there in 1855. Always um, always covered with streams of dried human blood, wow. the stench of which was awful. 
huge pits 40 to 50 feet deep were filled with human bodies dead and dying, and few wretched captives were rescued alive. Everywhere, sacrificial trees in which were in which the corpses of the latest victims everywhere. Um, but yeah, basically... What was going know, I mean, on in Nigeria that they were doing, like, human sacrifices or something? So, yeah, I mean, my basically my, my point is, you know, people are bitching the line and, I'm oh, sorry, complaining about, you know, white colonialism. Look yeah. what they were doing before the whites even got there. Good point, man. Yeah, I mean, oh, they... I saw some quote or statement like yesterday about how British colonialism was devastating to like India or something like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that there were right and wrong things that happened, but <laughs> I think well, like maybe even overall it was a positive house thing. or something. Say again. It sounds like they rolled up on like the Texas chainsaw massacre house. I know. <laughs> I, oh yeah. I remember. Because I was, I saw this post on TKR official telegram about uh, ho- m- happy holidays, sayers, move along. This is a Merry Christmas neighborhood. <laughs> and it was actually, you know, it's, it, the real thing was Japs, move along. Shout out to the Japanese. Uh, this, is oh, a white, okay. this is a white man's neighborhood from 1920 in America. Oh, boy. In like Texas somewhere. And then they said, Somebody on Reddit, a Reddit bro, was talking about how, oh, all throughout history, all these other countries have done wrong things to not just America, England and all that stuff. And, and, you know, such and such number of people were murdered in Australia, black, um, in Norway. I, I don't know about Norway, but some of these other white countries have done wrong. And I'm like, you're not telling the whole story. You're just telling... Uh, cherry-picked little facts that don't tell the whole truth, and it's in order to smear the whites from history. So, that's crazy. What's that? Such is life. Yeah, it is. Yeah, expect lies and mixture, kind of like what Hassan was saying on Joel Friday TV, uh, 70% truth and 30% uh, untrue (laughs) with his riz. Um... (laughs) So yeah, you can look that up. Walter S. Rogers, um, I think it's 1955, is a 18, note about Nigeria. 1955 or 1855? Um, 1955 is when the note was was typed out. Oh, okay. Wow. But it was like quoting what they found in, in the 1800s. Oh, and then, um, okay. Yeah, so check that out. I had one more quick thing. I'll make it real quick. Um, this is more of like a biblical-style question like Jesse, but what right do we have to tell anyone else what they should or shouldn't do? Um, I think we have the right to tell them, but then leave it alone, because you have no right to impose on them beyond just telling them what they should or shouldn't do. It's not advisable to give a whole lot of unsolicited advice. Uh... Don't you feel so like you're kind of impo- like you said, imposing or kind of playing God? If you're telling someone what they should do, right? Oh, you should do this. You know, I don't yeah. know. Just I'm being more observant of words these days. Yeah. listening to you guys, right? Stuff like that just pops up. So. That's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting point for sure, man. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's pretty much all I have today. And, and just one. T- I'm sorry. One quite tiny snippet for for Maze, lovely okay. Maze. 
People don't dislike Obamacare because it has Obama's name on it. It's because poor people who couldn't afford insurance were being fined for not having insurance. Yeah. Not because he's black. I know in her tiny mind, nothing goes beyond, you know, thinking about being black. So <laughs> it is what it is. But Yeah, true. That's why people don't like Obamacare, Mace. Yeah. I love that point that you made about should, and, and that is a evil Fuck spirit that, 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 uh, that imposes on people. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, think about that one. Maybe ask Jesse what he thinks. I'd love to hear what he thinks. Okay. Uh, but would you, would you do me a favor and send me off with a round of applause? Uh, I think Hassan can pull that off. Thank you, Alex from California! <sighs> Merry Christmas, man. <laughs> ah, he clicked me. He clicked me. I should have known better, but at least it was at the end of the applause. <laughs> to this day! Oh, man, he brought up Maze, my favorite caller. My favorite caller is on the line. Maze, hang tight. And the rest of the callers, there is one line open. It is time for some music. I shorted you guys some beautiful Christmas music uh, yesterday. This is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, a nice classic Christmas song. From the liberal Christian Sufjan Stevens. S, it looks like Sufjan, Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan Stevens, 2003-ish. Hark, songs for Christmas. At, I'll be right back. I was about to say adios. Be right back for hour two. Hang tight and enjoy O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Right. 
for God made us an obvious globe. Rejoice. No. Rejoice, for Christ has come. The Messiah. Moshiach. Ya llegó. Nice banjo. Onofre here, beach. Thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. And shout out to Sufjan Stevens. Yo, liberal. We don't judge. All musicians are. Okay. Super chats, guys. A few super chats to read. I have actually a lot of super chats to read. Some from yes, many from yesterday. Not the one donated on Streamlabs. May I suggest, William, call you on your private phone? He calls in every day, says the same thing every day, and it's starting to get boring. Boring! Oh, William, boring! I know he thinks he's cool, but he'd be the only one. No offense. Well, none taken. He's a man. He can, he can handle the uh, constructive criticism. Uh, thank you for your request or suggestion. Not the one. Appreciate the support, as always. Much much obliged. Much obliged. Uh, man. Lin Yan Chin, I'll get to yours. In testing 07524, I'll get to yours. Brennan bought a coffee uh, saying, check out Buakao, the kickboxer, world, the world champ. Thank you for the tip, man. Someone bought a coffee. A lower court in Texas approved Kate Cox's abortion exception due to her female baby. Oh, is a female baby? Being diagnosed with trisomy 18 only to have the Texas Supreme Court overrule it. One in 5,000 babies born with trisomy 18, also known as Edwards Syndrome, predominantly female babies. Wow, I didn't know it was female. I didn't know there was little baby girls getting that. They're like small heads and fingers overlapping, and then they they die within a year. Like maybe 5% live past a year. Maybe just die within a matter of days. Anyway, most of these pregnancies result in miscarriage. Children who survive require significant care. 10% live to one. Oh, 10%. Very rare to live to 20 or 30. Oh, so you could possibly live to 20 or 30 with trisomy 18. Pure speculation, but this situation looks like a convenient setup to challenge the Texas abortion laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, man. There is a Kentucky gal who... uh, 
man or woman, someone. There was a Kentucky gal whose embryo's heartbeat, (laughs) they called it an embryo, uh, heartbeat supposedly stopped. Eight weeks pregnant. Uh, This situation looks like a convenient setup to challenge Texas abortion laws. Articles about Cox's situation are emotional and vague about how it's been such a hardship on Kate. I do not want to continue the pain and suffering that has plagued this pregnancy. That's in your mind, lady. Young, young lady, 31 years old, and husband Justin, her husband Justin is there around. Somehow she thinks by killing her baby now that she'll be spared pain and suffering. Yeah, yeah. And, and excuse me, but every pregnancy, life itself carries a risk. The baby was diagnosed could be wrong months ago, says someone. Why did Cox decide, and she has two children already, by the way, both delivered by C-section. I think that's when they cut. Um, I'd rather not know. (laughs) Why did Cox decide to create a public spectacle taking months to sue for the abortion? 20 weeks. She's at 20, 21 weeks now or something like that. When she could have easily, could easily have gone to another state. Ah, might be an activist. This purportedly white gal, sandy blonde hair. Dressed in black, holding the babies. Maybe it was an old other baby, a prior baby, holding her stomach. Could Cox have had a miscarriage, quote-unquote, while on vacation, quote-unquote, which is the expected outcome? Even if Texas... uh, Does Texas arrest residents who've had abortions? Even if they do, Cox could have had a, quote-unquote, miscarriage while on vacation, which is the expected outcome because she's left Texas and... Maybe I already had the abortion. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah, John F. and Jib Jab and someone and Carver and uh, someone. Those are gr- great super chats. I do have to, I'm going to read them later this, later this hour is my plan. Because those were addressing Dylan Burns. Great, great super chats. Sion bought three coffees yesterday saying, maybe, maybe the day before that, the evening before that, saying, whatever, honky. Snowflake emoji. Snowman emoji. Frozen cringing person emoji. Thank you, Sion. Appreciate the support. Winky face, Hake. <laughs> oh, WD41 donated a diamond. Thank you, man. Over there on, or woman, over there on DLive. That's cool. Okay. uh, Jason is a first-time caller out of Canada. (laughs) Jason, how are you doing, man? Thanks for calling and holding. I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing all right as well. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you whether or not... um, Is this really your first time calling? Well, on this show, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, there's I've a few on the Jesse Peterson show. Yeah, before, okay. But I've never called here. Nice. What an honor. Right. Go ahead. What an honor. <laughs> <laughs> there's no honor here to be had. Hake is easily honored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wanted to know whether or not uh, you believe that uh, things in the world would get better or not. Some things will. Uh, you know, because the world is made up of people in their own little worlds, and some people's worlds will improve. 
So, yes. Now, Ooh. the world around us, there will, I think that there will be some, there are still some ups to go along with the down, 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 downs. There are still some ups to be had, I think. Trump just might win. And he will bring uh, a little more peace into the world and a little bit more, um, I hate this word, but positivity. You know, good business and stuff. And that could help Canada, America, yeah, the whole world. It, I know what you mean because I kind of feel the same way. But in a way, I believe that I truly believe that there has to be something more. Because what, what do you mean by even that? if like Trump was the best president ever, yeah, and he did everything right and uh, whatever, right? So long as the the heart of the people haven't changed, I uh, I don't know. I don't see it. That's totally true. It, yeah, it's gonna be it'll it'll be too little, too late. You can't just rest on your laurels just because our guy. Winky face emoji is in there. Yeah, well, well too little, too late. Yep. That, that doesn't really, that doesn't really exist. I just mean, like it, what it you said. It has to be right at the right time. Otherwise, there's nothing there. Yeah, people's, like you said, people's hearts are evil. And so even, even most of us Trump supporters and super ultra-based self-haters... <laughs> Right, but uh, our heart yeah. is evil, right? Yep. So that's, I guess that's where my, la- my lack of faith would actually uh, show up here because but I But that's a lack that- of faith in the world. You should have a lack of faith in the world. Just, yeah, but just when know I your own heart. myself, I see that I'm no better than them. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Right? So, uh, so this is where uh, but I, I get that, like a, a doubt lack of that faith because doubt that doubt. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm chuckling because there this is, is a, what I'm doing with you, basically, right? We're just talking and uh, catch yourself thinking those things because that those are lies. Those are uh, the devil wants you to believe that. So you so you resign in being a. a uh, an evil, having an evil heart that you'll never overcome. You don't know that you'll never overcome. Have, have, have faith by realizing that that's just, um, that's a trick of, of your evil imagination, making that assumption about your own evil heart never to change. You know what I'm saying? But, do you follow but, what I'm saying? But do, but do you feel it? Do I feel hopelessness the way you do? Yeah, yeah. Or, At well. times, yeah. But you don't give in to that feeling because that's a, uh, that's the, those feelings and thoughts are set up to keep you in your rut. But you're not, no rut is real. Ruts are in the mind, it's all in the head. Did you ever used to play sports or uh, exercise? Or do you do, do, that, do, you do that now? Mm, like rigorous? Not really. Oh, okay. Um,. Because a lot of times the people would say, you know, some of these, some of the pains and uh, you would doubt that you can continue running this fast for this long. 
Sometimes, sometimes your mind, right, 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 right. your mind well, sets I, you up and holds you back. Yeah. Well, I gotta say though, um, though I've never played sports or anything like that. Yeah, I did work in my life, right, and uh, I did feel that way. Okay, so you, so you had, you had experienced doubt, and your mind was telling you to quit the work or whatever, and you realized you didn't have to quit. You didn't have to obey your mind. Yeah, well, no, uh, I guess I've never actually realized that because oh, okay. uh, let's just say that um, things were more complicated than that, I guess. Right. Right. We, we, you're working, you're trying to do the best you can, and uh, sometimes it, it will happen that uh, some people are getting protective of uh of themselves, right? Like, y- you... There will be times, well, there has been times to me where uh, I was trying to do the right thing and and all. And um, all I saw was people um, trying to protect their own position even though there was no position to be had. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. And, uh... The, this can get complicated when uh, you're trying to go through the world, and uh, it doesn't seem like there's much you can do then. Well, you can't do anything about other... You can't do much of anything, and sometimes you shouldn't, about other people's flaws and evil hearts. But you can watch how you're responding to them. Because a lot of the times when we're bothered by these evil people... That's a that's a sign of evil in us. Oh, probably, probably always. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because if they, if we didn't have uh, the evil in our hearts, I guess. Uh, and isn't that comforting to notice? I, I find that I I find it comforting not to to realize that I'm being bothered by by them. Then I realize that. They don't have to change. And I can just realize that I can just real watch the the discord in me and it separates me from that discord in me a little bit. The right. conflict in me about w- seeing them. Then I can bear up under it a little bit better. But um I guess I I don't want to like uh, diss you or anything like that. Okay. But you're working under Jesse Lee Peterson, right? Yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson is a good man. What do you mean? Well, seems like a good man. Oh, is he yeah. a good man? Yeah. But but what do you mean he's a good man and, and what do you mean dissing me? No, I meant myself, you know, dissing you because I don't want to... Oh, because, oh, I'm not bothered by JLP. I'm bothered by other people. <laughs> sometimes yeah, you, sometimes I, I, you might exactly, bother me. Di- exactly. Hey, this you're is stretching what I, on I camera. You, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to uh, bother you, right? Right. But you're working under somebody that, that understands this stuff. Oh, so you're working with worldly people, and so it's hard, you have a harder life. You're saying 
because you're having to deal more closely oh, with the hellish... I don't have a hard life now. I mean, uh, right now I'm not working. I'm not working <laughs> under anybody. Right? Oh, you should so, get back to work, man. That, well, sure, absolutely. <laughs> that, and then, and then start a business, 100%. too, so then you can work for yourself on the side. Right, right. Yeah. But, but, but anyway, still, I mean, right? I still deal with people, and I still, like, see... I still see the evil in people and have to, uh, and then yeah, I see yeah, the, yeah. the evil rise up in me judging that evil in that person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's why I, I didn't want to, like, uh, insult you or anything like that. No, but, you're fine. But but I just want, exactly. Well, I guess you kind of answered my question uh, in a way, right? But The main thing is know, don't, don't doubt, don't, ha- don't believe this notion that you're not going to change that you can't change or won't change or get better yourself because that's a that's a trick oh i can't stay with the prayer i can't um whatever you know what i'm saying but but did you ever get the feeling of being afraid of something better oh like you're afraid of succeeding and then you can't take the pressure of continuing that success or something like that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, the devil never quits. The mind never quits trying to uh, undermine the person, the human being, probably. At least, for, at least in my experience. No matter how successful you get or whatever, no matter how comfortable your life gets... Satan or you, the, the devil in you, your imagination will always find a way to stress out over something and be not at peace. Right. Yeah. So don't put your hope in uh, succeeding or not succeeding. Are you, are you at peace? Um, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe it's not good enough. <laughs> Whatever, what? man. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting call, though. I appreciate it. J- Jason in Canada. <laughs> I like these calls. Call me again sometime, man. Well, sure. Uh, are you French Canadian? Are you part French Canadian? Yes, absolutely. That's where your accent is coming from, or whatever this yeah. way of talking is. Yeah, well, I'm French Canadian. I like it, but, man. Uh, Shout out to the French Canadians. <laughs> They're the best Canadians. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you might be. You might. I mean, you might know better than I. They're just as lazy as anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Jason. Take care, man. Well, you too. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Matthew is a first-time caller out of Louisiana. I know, I got to get to Maze 2 and uh, my other callers. Hang tight, callers. Matthew in Louisiana, you're live. Go ahead. Hey, Hake. It's uh, nice to finally be able to call in. I've been listening to you for probably two years now. Are you the one who... Are you the one who said... Are you the Matthew who said... Boring or something like that? I forget. Oh, yeah, I was the one who told you to sit up straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Nice. Uh, it's good to but, um, it's good to put a a face with the name. 
<laughs> right, right. <laughs> right on. But I, I've been listening to this caller you've had here. Is his name Jason? Yeah. Oh, Jason. He called into Jesse, I believe, a few times. And the first time, I think he was the one that was inebriated. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I feel like a lot of people get hung up on trying to do the right thing, and that's not really the way to go about it. Like, we always think about, well, the Ten Commandments, you know, am I doing what I should be doing? But really, the only way to do the right thing is to see when you are doing the things that the evil spirit, the great deceiver, actually puts into you. And then you can start to see those things that aren't right in your life. Yeah. You can actually get rid of, because especially with things like alcohol, pot, you know, and gambling or, you know, just lying in general. I think we always try, we always get hung up on what is right and what is wrong, but it's really just about seeing what you're, you're doing, you know, as you're doing it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, like you, you get a habit, pull, get home, pull out a beer from the fridge, take a pause. Uh, sometimes right. there have been people in the live chat, I think Lin Yan Chin or somebody, uh, has said when you get to a new pos- place, like you get from work to home, take a pause and do a little silent prayer. Come back to uh, come back to yourself. Come back to your body or whatever, rather than go into this lull and not be aware of of the temptations. Because that's all that habits are. It's just mind numbingly getting in, falling into the same old temptations all the time. Right, and and Jesse's very oh, Jesse was like had the patience of a saint with him on those first two calls he called in. Yeah, because he oh my goodness he was so drunk, but. <laughs> Yeah. That you have to have that same patience with yourself, right? Because you you always want to see some kind of a result in what you're doing when you're trying to quote unquote work on yourself. But it really is about just noticing those things in the time. It doesn't mean you you're going to stop doing everything that you don't want to do anymore, right? You're going to start seeing that you're going to see them more often, and then you're like the silent prayer. Yeah, you're going to do that. But throughout the day, you'll have many silent prayers where you might be in the middle of doing something that you know you don't agree with, that you know is not you, that is the mama spirit, and eventually you'll start seeing that so often that you'll stop doing it. Yeah, it's because it, part of the things that there are many things to overcome. There are things uh, sometimes say you you get drunk and then you feel sick later and then you hate that sick feeling and that's what you're bothered by. Or, exactly. or, so you have to overcome being bothered by feeling sick after. You have to overcome right. being bothered by the fact that you have these moral failings, because that's just false pride. So, exactly. you have to overcome, let's say, I ha- let's say I didn't prepare properly, I have a bad show, and I have this awful feeling uh, from having a bad show, or whatever, and... Uh, I never want to have that feeling again. I'm going to try to try to do a good show. That's the wrong motivation. That shows that I have to exactly. overcome that wrong feeling um, from having the bad show. Yeah, it's the judgment. Yeah. This false pride, this, that's not seeking after righteousness. That's right. seeking and we for do it in others more than we do. We will, judge our, we will judge others way before we'll judge ourselves and see it in ourselves. Like, 
like when we're in chat and we're in the snake pit, you know, we tear people apart at all these things that we notice. But when you're, when you're doing it yourself, it's, it's much more because your, your mind is, is not on that when you're doing it. You, right. you have to, you have to notice it. And that's the training. And that's part of the silent prayer is if you do it every morning, every night, you start to see those thoughts as they're coming in. And then you're going to see that throughout the day. I do it all day long. Like I, I know I'm, I'm, I guess you can call it a sinner, but I mean, I'm not a sinner because that's not me. That's, that's Satan working through me that I have to notice and everything gets better over time. Yeah. In my, that's just how I see it. Right. That's so true, man. Um, yeah. That's funny. It was like a. It was like when JLP mentioned in church me ca- me lying and blaming Hassan for me stretching on camera. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so evil. I didn't. And that's funny because I didn't even see that. I know. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but, it, but uh, you're so right that you don't catch yourself because you're you're not aware. You're not watching yourself. Everybody else is watching you. They can plainly see your flaws. <laughs> right. That's funny, but it's man. still fun to be in the snake pit. Oh, I yeah. I like being every day. Yep. Right on, man. Great call. Matthew in Louisiana. Call me again. All right. Have a good one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Ooh. I got to get to Daniel in Texas. He's been on hold forever, for the longest. Daniel in Texas, thanks for calling, man. Go ahead. Hi, Jay. Hey. Thank, thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, you're... Earlier callers were talking about reading and writing and the importance of reading and writing. Yep. Doesn't it doesn't it blow your mind that there are people that cannot read and write? I don't even really believe it because these blacks are on Twitter and they're on TikTok and stuff. They can somewhat read and write, but maybe not fully functional. I don't know. Yeah, but it yeah. D- it does blow my mind. You know, it's crazy. But they're reading and writing at a at a very low level. Yeah. And they're not necessarily comprehending. And then with the anger, they're not pausing and understanding when people are even talking, um, when people are, when they're reading, and all of that. That is very true. It's crazy. Yeah. They're remedial. (laughs) I just like that word, remedial. Go ahead. Because reading comprehension takes work. Yeah, it really does. You have, to, you have to pay attention. The biggest yes. thing is paying attention. And they're distracted, they're angry, they're easily distract easily distracted and taken away and they give up quickly because they don't feel that they they can pay attention, but paying attention is so good for picking up for learning. Picking up that that uh useful um skills and information. What are you, what are you reading? Uh, the the snake pit chat. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a. You know what? I want. I intend fully to read more from. Um, well, the Bible, yes, but also, bad choices make good stories by my former de facto producer. I'm going to have him on the show next Friday. <laughs> he wrote. A, he wrote. A, what is that? A book? Yeah, he's written a couple of books. Um, from. From Dylon, Dylon, my former de facto producer, Dylon. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. No. Yeah, uh, he he used to get guests on the Hague Report for me, and interesting guy. And he's he autistic, high functioning autistic. 
Uh, my life with autism. Bad choices make good stories. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I intend to read. But you are a reader. You actually fully, full-blown read history, don't you? Yes. I, and I, I read um, work, works that are compiled together by historians as well as first-hand accounts. That's cool. And I, I do that because you have to put the work in to comprehend what you're reading. A lot of historians are great um, because they'll compile annotations with what a first-hand source has said, and then you can look at the annotation to get your bearings on exactly what is being said. Wow. So it takes, it takes work. Yeah. And it's enjoyable. I find it enjoyable. So you're reading, like, old English-type stuff, Maybe that's not the right word for it, but it's stuff that you wouldn't. It doesn't. It's not in the normal vernacular of everyday present day. So you have to go to the annotations as well as the historical references to see what they're talking about. So you you say it. Um, it it's not exact. The history that I read doesn't typically go into old English. Okay. Because Civil War English is very close to the English we speak. Right. Okay. So you can, the the hard thing to understand in the Civil War uh, writings is the context of when they're talking about munitions and yeah. they're talking they're, they get they get into the nitty gritty details, and then they also can be very flowery with their language and they exaggerate quite oh. a bit. <laughs> nice. So 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 you do have to kind of um, get some expert. Uh, historians to kind of um, sift through that. Wow, that's cool. And there are analytical uh, sources that aren't as flowery in that that they do go into details, but they're very legible. And there are many... um, There's one in particular. There's a couple of them. And I know you're a big fan of the Confederacy, but Grant's memoirs is a pleasant read. Nice. Uh, he, he does have a nice compilation, and he is a first-hand source. Right. Ulysses S. Grant, the Union General. Yes. The drunk. Was yeah. he a, wasn't he a president, too? I, I say he, drunk. Yes, that may was. be exaggerated. Who knows? It, it is exaggerated. His drinking <laughs> never affected his work. Nice. That's cool. He was a high-functioning um, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all were, yeah. Grant. Poor Grant. You know, Grant gets so much lack. Yeah. Uh, you know, for every portrait that's commissioned of Grant, there's ten of Lee. Poor Grant. That's funny, man. Hey, I, I'm, I'm so, um, I, I'm a Grant enthusiast. That's but, cool, um, man. <clears throat> the, um, you were talking about Old English and, and um, the English is, is uh, in the, the United States, has only been around for so long, so the English is very similar to what we speak. Yeah. And there's a lot that they have done over... They have done exploration. You know, you had a caller who was talking about the English exploration of Nigeria in the 1800s. Wow. Well, guess who else was exploring in the 1800s? Americans. There are American expeditions, and they write... um, You know, they're funded by... They're government-funded, and they go down to, you know, places like, you know, Africa. They go down to, to Antarctica. And Charles Wilkes was a was a naval commander in the Civil War. Well, prior to being a naval commander, he was in the United States Exploration Expedition, and he went down and explored Antarctica. And he had a 
a number of things to say about it, including a uh, they had a basically a standoff with penguins. Wow! They were they were studying penguins, and they were trying to get a a drawing of a penguin, so they brought it on board. Well, the penguins weren't having it. <laughs> so there's this huge standoff between these sailors and the penguins. But all of this stuff is very easy to read. It does take a little legwork to find, you know, the manuscripts, but they are online. Okay. And, um, you know, there, there is the Internet Archive, which has preserved a lot of these writings. Um, and then for the New World Exploration, when I was telling you about um, Caveza de Vaca, yeah. One of uh, a lot of what I've uh, understood about him and Cortez comes from a historian in Sevilla, in Spain. And his sources are firsthand. They come from accounts from Cortez's conquistadors. Well, Spanish doesn't necessarily have the same type of old English changes like we do. So the Spanish manuscript is very legible for modern people. Wow. And you can read Cabeza de Vaca's stories um, when he explored Texas. He wrote about it, and it's called Naufragios, which is Spanish for shipwrecks. And it details exactly what happened on the Narvaez expedition. It's very legible. It's very easy to read. It's very sensible. And a lot of it comes down to the fact that Spanish hasn't changed all that much yeah. in the past 500 years. So Right on, man. That's so interesting. Anyway. I, and uh, you consider that expedition to Antarctica, are those the flat earth ice walls? Uh, well, that's one way that you can figure out whether or not uh, Antarctica is shaped the way it is. You can you can look at the Ross expeditions, which were during that time, yeah. the 1840s, 1839 to 1842. And then Charles Wilkes went down there. and he. Um, but they, unlike Ross, Charles Wilkes didn't go across the entirety of Antarctica. He went south for a few months until it got too cold, and then he traversed back north. He lost some vessels along the way. He lost the schooner. Wow. Um, Did that mean he, he lost, lost people, too? Yes, yes. He lost a schooner, which I think had the 20, 20 or 40 souls on it. Wow. And they, um, they also lost men in a fight in some South Pacific island with natives. Yeah. And he... <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but he, he went off on these natives. So, interesting, yeah. man. Yeah. Cool. Well, I I always appreciate your history lessons, Daniel. At least somebody around here is putting in the proper amount of reading. Well, you you're kissing my backside too much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right. And Jib Jab says uh, the way he you, the way you're describing these memoirs makes me want to get a nice cup of tea and start my research. <laughs> Get on it. I think you will enjoy it. Yeah. Another thing is, um, before I go, fiction. Get into fiction, because um, fiction has a lot of truth in there that when people write autobiographies of their life, it's very difficult to not have everybody and their brother come out of the woodwork and say, no, that's not the way it happened. Yeah. But fiction allows authors to um, put in very true things with different names in different places. Interesting. Sean 
you know, JLP's producer, says fiction is truer than nonfiction. In many ways, yes. Do- Dostoevsky is one of the greatest novelists of all time, and all of his fiction reads like a nonfiction, and it's largely because it is a nonfiction. Uh, he's a Russian writer that was heavily persecuted. He was sentenced to uh, be executed, and his execution was um, stayed into exile into Siberia, where he was forced to labor for 10 years. Well, as an author, you're not going to write an autobiography yeah. in that environment with all sorts of names and so. That's so all, true. All I true. mean, think about the fake news that has come out about Charlottesville, the January 6th, just so, some of its factual selective facts, you know? So, right. of course, this pe- these people who write about so-called nonfiction have an agenda for people that yeah. they want people to believe. Whereas fiction, it's definitely could be more honest. That's cool, man. Very interesting. Yes. And, and not all fake news is, is bad news. Right. There, there were uh, publications by uh, Arthur Cornone Doyle in the newspapers, and he published a fiction as if it were truth, and it was The Lost World. It was about exploring uh, dinosaurs down in South America, and he published it as if it was a real account. That's funny, from, man. From Professor Challenger. Interesting. And it was... It was a contrast to Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes was a detective that was very thorough and very proper. And then he had this contrasting work with a paleontologist that is very gruff and angry, and he, he, he gets upset when people um, call him a liar. Uh, you know, he's bearded, he's short, he's married, he, he's got all the um, basically uh, opposite things going on with him than Sherlock Holmes does. And is that, that was Watson? all published. What, what's that? Is that Watson, whom you just described? I described Professor Challenger, who's the main character okay. in The Lost World. Oh, okay. Nice. He's, he's the opposite of Sherlock Holmes. Watson is a character in Sherlock Holmes. Right, yeah. So this The uh-huh. Lost, Lost World was an answer to Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, but with the opposite type of a character. That's funny. He, he, yes, exactly. He, he's an opposite type of a character. He's more brash. He's... he's uh, you know, are you calling me a liar? You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I saw this, you know, pterodon, and you're calling me a liar, you know, that sort of thing. Nice. And, of course, he's done all these insanely brave things, like uh, he saved natives from slavers and whatnot. And so, anyway. Right on, man. Thank you for the call. Daniel in Texas. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. At long last, it's time for Maze, my favorite caller. Some of you guys' least favorite caller, but I don't know how. Maze from the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hello, James. Hey. Why do they have tutors? Why do they have tutors? Yes. Uh, for extra help. Who's they? Help. Well, that's what some people get. Yeah, some... I, I don't know if I ever had a tutor. <laughs> so, um... Uh... Yeah, they always say, well, if they want to believe it in their head, good for them. That black people can't read. But they want to they want to tell people, black people that write books and all these different things and get rid of the history that they they wrote about themselves. Yeah. And everything. They want to get rid of all of that. Yeah, okay. I have I sometimes have a bigger problem with the with the with the, the literate truth. blacks than the illiterate blacks. And just like I tell you don't shorthand writers in the in the chat room. Yeah. That's part of their problem. Short have you ever writers? heard of a book why Johnny can't read? Johnny Can't Read? Yes. As a book? Yeah, the book. Johnny oh. Can't Read. Why Johnny Can't Read. Uh-uh. Hadn't heard of it. Oh, well, then you need to check it out. Okay. And that'll help you out a lot, too. 
But anyway, to get back to the one that wanted a, 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 a standing ovation for talking about Nigeria. Yes. I would like to know where he got Ale- that information Ale- from so I can uh, do some in, research on it. Alex in California. Yes. Uh, he's the bright one. No, you're him. Yeah, he's very bright. Bright. He's very. When you say bright, you mean dumb. <laughs> when I say bright, I mean I said his brilliant. information that he read to you. I would like to know so I can do some research. Oh, he said you can look it up. It was published, he thinks, in 1955. Walter mm-hmm. Walter S. Rogers, and he was um, it was a British explorer who went to Nigeria in the 1800s. He mentioned the year 1855. I'm not sure if that was a misstatement because he also mentioned 1955. So I'm not sure, but he had a great point about uh, should. Uh, oh, he addressed you too. Um, I know I get to that Obamacare more. stuff, but. Uh, yeah, so Walter S. Rogers, um, maybe 1955, British explorer, Nigeria. That should get you where you need to if you search that on Google, which is a totally useless website and is evil. And there's, I mean, before Google came along, what was that there? Um, what did you get your research from? You had to go... Did you go to the library or did you go somewhere else? To the library. Thank you. And the libraries are still open? They still have books in them? Yeah, and so they're run by a bunch of liberals... And it depends bringing on who's transgenders to the and kids. And it depends on whose history you're discussing and how it happened. And some people are still here from history. They're talking books. And then you have some you have to read about. Yeah. And then you have some people want to throw their history on you but forget about everybody else's. Right. That's right. And, when you hear and some a, people didn't and, work, a and some people were illiterate and they couldn't write history. And a whole lot of them are still that way where you got black people teaching them how to read. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, well, you know it now. Ask Jeeves. I never used Ask Jeeves. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know people that's doing it. You know blacks who are and tutoring? I yes, I do. Who are tutoring little white kids and Asian kids? They're for them, doing things for them because they don't know how to do it. Now these grown-ups. They're not, they're not kids. Nice. They don't have to do it, but that's why they laugh when they hear you sitting up here talking about what black people can't do. It's always what we can't do. Don't know nothing that we do. Well, I mean, the ones who are the ones who are who read and write, they're worse than the ones who d- who you hate can't those write. people, huh? You hate those. They hate those people. Yeah, they're I, not, I, I hate that. I hate Tanahassee Coates. He wanted to take down the rebel flag, this beautiful Confederate rebel flag, this one right here that I have to cover up. Oh, uh, the one that run, the lady that's running for president, she took it down for me. Yeah, she shame on her. She doesn't. I don't even say nothing about it because they didn't they haven't indoctrinated y'all to talk about it yet. Y'all, Nikki Haley. Yeah, Nikki. She took the flag down. Yeah, evil. But they pretend they're in love with her. <laughs> she is mildly attractive. For, you know, I mean, she's, anyway, she's married. Oh, uh, women kids. are not attractive to me, so you talk to the wrong one. Oh, okay, yeah. That's you know her, but not women. <laughs> Something's wrong. They can't be attractive, but they can be beautiful, right? A woman can anyway, call Anyway, let's get back to women. All right, now, now we were going to call a, a lady a baboon. What's with that? Oh, I already disavowed that. And you, let it, and you let it go away with it. There's, no, I, that's not true. I disavowed it. Didn't I disavow what? it? I didn't hear you. I disavowed it. You didn't hear me disavow it? You. Everybody heard me disavow it. Maybe you're just used to me saying I disavow. Oh, maybe I am. Yeah, because, I mean, people do look you like animals. People do look, people do look like animals a little bit. Some so people have a more... Look like animals, some people have, have a rat face. You know some people have a monkey face. Monkey face is cute. Some people have a, some people have monkey faces and other type faces too. 
And some yeah, people... Yeah, you know they are not an animal. And some people have octopus faces. Some have giraffe faces. Frowny faces. I'm talking about... <laughs> I'm saying, like, because a person, a baboon, something's wrong with you. The wigger just don't get it. He's black. And, then when it, and when it comes to he's the one... He's black. He's not white. And he is to me. He's white to <laughs> you? It comes to, and when it comes to the one uh, out of Chicago, he has a problem. He never went to help nobody. He always want to complain. When you want to complain about people... Keith from Illinois? Yes, Keith. Not no, the one that that, that just said there was no ship, no slave ship. The truck driver. Mm. So I guess that was going on and on and like and like he was about to go into a, a, a heart attack or something. No, yeah, that was Keith from Illinois. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he said it was cartoons. You're talking about <laughs> months ago, maybe last year. He said I have never seen those slave ships. Maybe those were just cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm saying like if you look she at remembers Tarzan, that. If you look at Tarzan, some of the old movies, Tarzan. Tarzan. And, yeah, Tarzan. The, the one that was talking about uh, Nigeria, he's still stuck there. And that wasn't real either. Oh, yeah? That was just a movie. Some people get stuck in between movies and reality. And that's what's wrong with some of them. So those bright people need to come out of that. So when you send what black people don't do and they know how to do, they're teaching people to read and they're helping people on their jobs that don't know how to, to do things. Of course, there's decent blacks. I, I read a story on Asmodor's, um... You uh, wouldn't know it, listen to TK, some of the people that call your show. TKR official. There was this 86-year-old black woman who was working at, like, a FedEx place or somewhere like that. And, unfortunately, she died. She got crushed by, like, a dolly or something because the driver of this thing, lugging some mail or something, failed to honk the horn. So, uh... She got crushed and she died. But eighty-six-year-old black lady, wild. So yeah, I know there's some some uh, yeah, you know halfway decent like blacks. Up, they don't get no credit. How about JLP? He doesn't get much credit. Who? JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson. You don't get credit credit for what? For um, being a light of being the light of the yeah. world. Whatever. <laughs> to the didn't Jesus? Like didn't Jesus call uh, his? His disciples, the light of the world. You are the light of the world. He really, said. I don't know where, where are the disciples at. Um, they're they're alive today. There is <laughs> really? uh, there is Jason <laughs> from Canada. There right. is Matthew from Louisiana. There's Jesse Lee Peterson. There's Joel Friday here. There's Hassan. There's uh, American Anchor Baby. These are Jesus's disciples or something. And then who? Why did he throw people out of heaven? Those weren't people. There's not to dehumanize them, but they were uh, demons. Those were, were fallen demons. angels. So, and then where did they go? Inside some humans down to a, down to uh, America to possess maize. Okay. But since <laughs> I like, I won't. I, the truth will ask the question, so I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. For those people, as your the one that wanted a standing standing ovation, I'm going to give him one. Where did they come from <laughs> before they went over to Africa and all those different countries? They came to America and made America no, 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 the no, great place. No, 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 they made it to America, where did they come from and why did they leave where they were at? Where they, they, where they were, where they were, not where at. They where left. they were and at is the same thing. No, no, you don't, leave, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to need an, you don't need an ant, an at. But they left uh, Britain, largely, they largely left the England because what? the Anglo church, the Anglos, the Anglican church was... Not giving them the freedom of religion to be normal Christians. They wanted to be normal Christians, not Anglican Christians. 
Um, so they came to America to be normal Christians. Really? They yeah. came to America and, this, and took away... At least that was the pilgrims. Oh, okay. And then they gave, Christi- they gave be- this beautiful Christianity to many of the American Indians. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and everything been messed up ever since. But what I want to say... Been, is, it like, was messed the, up before. They made it the better. If the same spirit came back and put everybody back to where they came from, what would y'all be? Say again? If the spirit came back and put everybody back in the same place that they came, came from... You know, like the different places yeah. that they were in, and they were put back. What if, would job? What would Caucasians be? If Satan were to do that, I would be partly in. Uh, part, I would be partly in Virginia. I would be partly in Germany. No, I would no, no, be no, partly no. I in ancestors, Scotland. I didn't say you. I would your be ancestors. My ancestors. Yes, if 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 if, if, if it was some of my ancestors would be in Virginia, America. Some of them would be in. Uh, well, they came to Eagle the Native Rock. American. Eagle Rock, California, Los Angeles. There was no California. There was no Los Angeles and all of that. I said, before they came to the Native American land. Who would do this? What what spirit would do this? Satan? Satan. Would Satan do that? Uh, Whoever. If they did, where would you be? Where would I be? Well, I just said some of my ancestors would be in Germany, Scotland, Scotland, uh, Denmark, maybe one in Ireland. One would be on the Mayflower coming here to America. Um, one would be um, in Virginia, almost getting burned at the stake by Indians. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Why do you I bring that up? Why do you bring that up? Why does that matter? Well, the world changes always. Well, the world changes already, but y'all not ready for it. Oh, and I it's know. Again. Yeah, yeah, I know. We got to be ready. You need to get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Your head and all that, and you'll be a straight person. But you people who want to bring the change, I don't know about you, but these some people, of the, as you call it, you people, or these people, whatever kind these of people, people who want to change, they change things for the worse. We change, change for things the for the better. No, how could you change things for the worse? And like the, the one man they got mad when he said hell is down here on earth. Uh huh. And they got upset with him. Who? Because he said it. This is hell. So if y'all ready in hell, and it get better, that means you're going to a better place. Oh. That thing's going to get is it's better. It's going to get better. One day it's going to be better, and y'all not going to be ready for it. But your version of better is not necessarily better. My word is better is all God's children got a role. <laughs> nice. But you don't think everybody got one. And when you when you realize that, then you understand. Got what a role? Not they all get, God's. They have a role. A, oh, have, have a role. Yeah. Women earth. have a role. It's planet. in the kitchen and quiet. <laughs> that's what you wanted, <laughs> but that's not happening. <laughs> but that's their role, isn't it? Their role? I don't know, cause you got too many people trying to be like us. Uh, we sometimes we get confused. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like uh, women get confused because everybody want to be like a woman. How would you me. feel? How would you feel if you hadn't eaten breakfast this morning? I feel good. Oh, okay. Because I don't eat breakfast. Oh, okay. You remind me of JLP. That's so cool. What's wrong with that? Are you fat or fit? Am I what? Fat or fit? Neither one. Nice. That's cool. Maze, I gotta go. Nice call. I neither. So just clean your hearts out. Y'all, y'all have some of that stress y'all got on you. Y'all stop trying to harm people and do different things and just looking at one group of people. I ha- told you we are conscious. So have a good one. Happy New Year. Um, Joe in Phoenix, Arizona has been on hold forever and a day. Thank you, Joe, for hanging on there. You're live. No worries. 
Good grief. All right. I don't know where to begin, but <laughs> uh, I won't address all of it. I'll just say I respect William, but um, Obama never went on a apology tour, and the Harvard president did get cleared of any plagiarism charges. Oh, okay. All right. But so he, what do you think about... Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. He is right about um, black women being the problem. I'll give you a quick story from my own life here. I've told you that I coach basketball at, at the, the middle school, right? As a volunteer coach. Yes. And I, I mentor the kids. Well, the school has a rule of you have to have at least a C average to be on the team. Yeah. But I have my own, my own rule that the players have to have at least a B average if they're ever going to play in a game. Nice. And when I, when I put that in, the single moms lost their minds. Oh, yeah. Lost their minds, James. They went him to, to the principal try to get me fired, but you can't fire a volunteer. Right. <laughs> and um, then they, they complained that, you know, it was two black black moms and one white mom who, who were the most vocal. Yeah. And um, they said, well, we can't afford to get tutors for our kids, and you're, you're discriminating and all, all this nonsense. I said, okay. So the, the, the local chapter of the Urban League has a retired mentor group, engineers, teachers, lawyers, doctors, you, you name it, right? Yeah. So I arranged for them to tutor my my my, my players. Well, we can't get, get them down to, to their offices. Okay, fine. I, ha- I arranged a conference room for after practice every day at the school for the, the mentors to come, to come to them. Yeah. And they still weren't happy. They still tried, tried to get me fired. Wow. That's black women for you right there. That is, that's that anger, no patience, um, sort of spoiled mindset. But, you're, and you're doing but, stuff to help their children. Here's the capper, James. All right. This past semester, my team had the highest grade point average in, in, in the whole, whole system. Nice. And you've got... And got a little award, and who showed up for the award? But those same three moms. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe they they showed, they showed their faces. <laughs> All proud. All proud. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, hey, just don't expect them to have that self awareness. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. What an interesting story, man. That's how we change things going forward, Jay. Right. That's on. what I do. Don't put Every up, day. yeah. Don't cater to the mess from the black ladies. And the, the one actually lady. the black single lady, mother <laughs> ladies. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just ladies. Period. If you ask me, but um, yeah. Interesting, man. I appreciate All your right. call. Uh, story. Have a nice Christmas and Happy New Year, and uh, we'll we'll see you. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. All right, James. Merry Christmas to you too. Have a good day. Bye. All right. Bye. Man, okay, let me do what I can with these Super Chats. I have more than I can finish from yesterday. I'm remiss in not reading them from yesterday. Testing 07524 donated a tip uh, and has been tipping for two months. Um, Tell the first caller, yes, uh, oh, if today's, that was the last caller. The first caller of yesterday's show was the last caller today, Joe in Phoenix, that the only reason other countries have quote-unquote free health care is because 
We subsidize them with our research. Interesting. Big Pharma is captured, and we don't have a free market anyway. I agree with that. This whole, oh, it was a market failure. That's these communists blaming uh, the so-called free market when they already did not, we already did not have the free market. Lin Yen Shin yesterday said, constant gasping erases memory. It's what makes poor Lord Goodhair so ADD. Attention deficit, deficit disorder. The mouth is not for breathing, says Lin Yen Shin. Uh, unless you enjoy brain damage and accelerated aging. Dylan, for example, is super explicit just to cover his lost sense of context slash orientation, says Lin Yen Shin. Interesting. Thank you for the tip there. Lin Yen Shin, <laughs> who also gives another super chat. I can smell, quote-unquote, the vax as imprint or accent in Dylan's cognitive subroutines. And he's talking about Dylan Burns, my uh, recent guest just for yesterday. It's almost as if he l- he's lost 20 points of IQ in the last three years. His nasal congestion is also very dense, overheating his brain while straining his entire nervous system. That's very perceptive Lin Yen Chin. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Someone bought a coffee uh, saying, if someone has trouble with reading comprehension or reads at a lower level than their peers, what is the significance? If someone reads at a higher level, what is the significance? That's a great question, uh, someone. It's a great, great question. Uh, People can comprehend stuff said and express themselves more precisely. Um, when they're at a higher, I think, I think. It's a fair question, someone. Karen Williams bought Hake a coffee. Hake reads emojis. Peach emoji. Waving hand emoji. Shocked face emoji with eyes wide open. And, uh, you know, mild to mid-tone black gal emoji with the, with the nice hair style. Well, thank you, Karen Williams, for that coffee. <laughs> Rinesio bought a coffee saying, play more Om or Sleeps Jerusalem. I have Sleeps Holy Mountain. I don't know if I have Sleeps Jerusalem, but thank you for the request. I like Om. I don't know if I have much more or any more of Om. I think I played their whole um, album. Guys, on the, uh, these coffees on socialism, communism, so-called healthcare mess... And Karl Marx, Jib Jab, John F., someone, Carver, someone. Uh, I have to read your Super Chats tomorrow. What in the world? I am remiss, but I'm going to have to put it off till later. And Rick in Hampton, Virginia, I cannot get to you. He wanted to comment on criticizing other blacks. You know, he probably catches this lame accusation of self-hate, too. But I will have to get to you tomorrow, Rick in Hampton, Virginia, and the rest of the callers and you super chatters from yesterday. It's going to be two days. But I want to get to those super chats. They're great. But it's Christmas time. Let's play Phil Hahn and Steve Johnson, Infant Holy, Infant Lowly, uh, from 2005 or 2013-ish, Songs of Christmas. Adios, America, and catch American Anchor Baby at noon. Bye. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
Adios, America. Bye.